0: Hello and welcome to episode eight now of the Nerds Aren't Real podcast. I am Hank, and with me as always is Mac.
1: I'm the fist of vengeance.
0: <laughs> I was hoping that was coming. Um yeah, for I our listeners. That's right. For our listeners, this is our second time recording <laughs> this episode. I feel oh, like man. I feel like it's almost a like podcast rites of like initiation kind of thing. Yeah, this is our, our rite of passage to
1: absolutely bungle recording a podcast. Thank you Zoom for um, not doing the one thing you're made for, um, and not having a way to fix that. That is ridiculous. We recorded the entire podcast, and we ended the meeting on Zoom, and I just get an error message saying it failed to convert. And then I had to deal with zoom tech support asking me to do all of the things I've already done again and saying, please kindly click on double convert one. And I was like, there is no double convert one, but now I mean, well, yeah, you'll miss out on like our genuine reaction to a couple of things, but hopefully it will be, it will be all right.
0: Yeah, it's really only a couple things uh, that we had real reactions to the most. is just chatting about episode two of Moon Knight, which consensus we we loved. Oh, yeah.
1: I like how in a second time recording, I still don't have a good first sentence to say about the second episode. It was a very good episode. It was nothing groundbreaking,
0: but... Yeah, it's what I wanted the second episode to be, really. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I know. Sorry, I know a lot of people no. were talking about uh, maybe the second episode should be like the the first episode again, but Mark is in control. Yeah, I think I'm very I said glad that. That's even. not what we got.
0: Last, yeah, last week. it
1: sounded I think good in our heads, but I don't know how well that would work now. Um, I don't think it would have worked in
0: this sixth episode, right? Like if you had done that. And had it been like the first 10 minutes maybe, mm-hmm. would've been good, but I, I don't think we needed it. I still wouldn't be surprised if we got it at some point, you know, especially cause it seems like the next episode could be Mark centric in terms of the dominant personality.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, um, it'll be interesting to see how much Mark we get going forward um like i like i said I, I i do enjoy now that it's not just stephen like fighting his inner de- demons that's what we had at first um i'm glad we've kind of switched over to mark i'm interested to see how that dynamic will work um i am more in the dark of where we're heading than you are i think um but it's it, this is probably the most original thing that marvel's done
0: in terms of like content, like just I, I, not as formulated, you mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've already deviated from their like, I know like TV shows and movies have had a different formula, but the TV show formula was to reveal the suit and the villain in the last episode. And we've already deviated from that. But like movie mm-hmm. wise, we don't have this like mystery, like, there's not been a big battle, nothing's connected to the MCU. It's just been its own contained story, which I think- I actually really enjoy.
0: like. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely like that aspect of it being its own self-contained thing. That's what, when you look at DC, that's what they've had success with recently. You know, I know you personally don't like Joker, but I mean, that oh, you God. can't argue it is a box office success and a lot yeah. of people liked it. Uh, the Batman is- phenomenal but then some of their kind of connecting stories are just kind of meh or right like either either maybe at at best above average i would say
1: yeah yeah i (laughs) this feels more like a dc property (laughs) i don't know why
0: (laughs) well i think it's because it doesn't it hasn't connected to the rest of the mcu yet and I think that this could have worked as a standalone property. Marvel is not doing that. So they're not going to start here. But yeah. one thing, and we talked about this a little bit earlier, but one thing I, I don't know, I wouldn't say I didn't like this, but I think it would have been cool to see is if the invisible jackal that we got on the security cam, we just see, I was about to say Mark, but we see Steven running around all the place. And, and he just looks crazy because there's nothing else on this camera. And right. so if you had just kind of kept that up for a little bit longer and created this show where no one really knows for sure if he just sees all of this in his head or... Yeah if he legitimately is this vigilante superhero and i think that's an aspect from the comics that we is really cool to see even in glimpses here but if you had made a whole show and then at the end you you don't necessarily know for a fact whether it goes one way or the other almost like an inception thing with the with the top spinning there at the end yeah but I I don't think Marvel will ever do something like that. It has to be able to connect to the greater MCU and also be something that could be renewed for season or after season or another movie or sequel of some sort.
1: Right, right. Yeah, like this obviously won't be the last we see of midnight. I think Mm -hmm. the more we talk about it, I... I'm beginning to worry a little bit about episode six of which is crazy to say like two episodes in but i feel like we might get to the sixth episode and it might feel a bit rushed and um and then it'll like it'll feel like it needs to bring in all of these other characters from the mcu and references um like i don't know i think about like the falcon the winter soldier And how that first episode really kind of dragged. And it was just, it was a lot to just set up. But then Mm
0: -hmm.
1: when you only have six episodes, you're just kind of like, you wasted all that time setting things up that didn't really pay off. And then you just rushed into the finale. And I think we've gotten that. I mean, WandaVision had more episodes, which I think definitely helped that not happen. But then you get like Loki. And that was three different shows in one um, just storyline wise so hopefully we stick to this one storyline of the Scarab and Egypt and Khonshu and not like bring in a whole new villain by the end
0: you know what else is multiple stories in one oh god (laughs) Book (laughs) of Boba (laughs) Fett
1: exactly don't do a Book of Boba Fett
0: (laughs) Can you imagine if just episode four, just Spider Man we'll comes in? Out. It's just Spider Man for two yeah. episodes.
1: It, honestly, at this point, Disney that's Plus the equivalent me.
0: Yeah, this, yeah, that's the equivalent. I guess it yeah. might be another TV property. So you, you just toss in Loki for you get two episodes right. of Loki. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh, I still God. can't believe. I they hope did that, that doesn't
1: happen. Um, That'd be but, hysterical. I mean- <laughs> god but i mean I, it is it's is a bit of a worry that i now have of just like just you're starting out really strong just stick to it don't feel the need to bring everything else in at the end and don't bring in a new villain like you've got um i know i said in the last episode i think they called him arrow i went back and watched it it's arthur harrow with an h
0: yes okay yeah. i was like <laughs> where is he coming from with this but yeah. I think the only other like big bad would be Ahmet or Kanchu like, Right, one and that of I think would be fine. But it still yeah, ties in. But I d- it definitely seems like Hero is the big bad. And especially when yeah. you're getting someone like Ethan Hawk to play him, there's no way that they stray away from right. that. Yeah, don't and deviate. There's no yeah. signs pointing to this connecting to the rest of the MCU. And if they cross over with Blade or like black knight there at the end i'm fine with it
1: not necessarily
0: like even in story just like as an end credit scene or something
1: right that's all i want i just need like a quick cameo from them i don't need Mm -hmm. blade to show up and help moon knight win a a, a season finale battle that would be okay but
0: also i would be so lit if blade (laughs) showed up and helped moon knight win an end of season battle
1: I, while in my zoom rage, I was reading up on this episode and I got to reading about Disney Plus and the like initial announcement that they were gonna do Marvel TV shows and they were gonna have the same budget as the movies, which at the time we were all like, ooh, yes, perfect. They're all gonna be movie quality. That just means that it's 200 million stretched out over six hours as opposed to two hours. And I think that's Mm -hmm. where we're seeing kind of these, like, CGI issues, um, especially in the first episode. This one wasn't terrible, um, but the suit... Primarily with the jackals. Yeah, the jackals are one thing. The suit, when he's, like, just sprinting on the rooftop, was a bit rough. Um, But I think we all just kind of, like, blindly accepted that the same budget for movies meant the same quality. And it's just not the same when you stretch it out for so long. But yeah, I, I hope that it, this is kind of one of those things where like the beginning episodes have some shoddy uh, CGI. And then, but that just makes me think that something's going to happen towards this fifth or sixth episode where we're going to have some big CGI thing that took all the time.
0: Um, I, but I, I definitely know. think that's the case. And that's yeah. what we've seen. Not necessarily just in the Disney, or, or not just in the Marvel properties, but right. just Disney Plus as a whole, you know, they yeah. almost pick and choose what they want to look good. Like, I mean, I, I hate that I'm bringing this up multiple times, but like in Book of Boba Fett, the, <laughs> the Vespas looked horrendous. Oh man, yeah. yeah. But then you got the Rancor, and it looked phenomenal. And the, the huts yeah. and stuff like that. Like, they pick and choose what they want to spend right. their time on. These lowly jackals coming up from hell or whatever the Egyptian equivalent is. Yeah.
1: What? Is, yeah.
0: It did not look good.
1: No, no, they did not. But I'm um, okay.
0: I'm okay coming to terms with that.
1: Right. Because even like Loki had good CGI moments. Like, I mean, the whole what that like in between world where he got all the other loki's that looked oh, fine. phenomenal
0: that, um, looked, that looked incredible
1: yeah and kang's thing looked good too i yeah i'm thinking that i think that i think loki kind of, was
0: the best visually I, like the most oh, visually i know why
1: they shot loki on the volume and that was the first time they used the volume for marvel
0: oh really yeah i didn't know that
1: so that's why loki looked so good i wish hopefully they keep building more of these things because that's why the mandalorian looks so good that was all volume that was the first use of it and then loki looked good i know eternals used the volume a little bit
0: um clearly moon knight didn't Um, (laughs) well i don't even know if it didn't because you're not necessarily cgi in the backgrounds as much as you are just the yeah it's the suit is the suit and the jackals jackals. i don't even really have a problem with the suit as much
1: it's just i i think i'm like poorly trained to look at these things and so i'm looking at how the edges are interacting with the environment and it's not how it should look Gotcha. Uh, but at the same time these are like blink and you miss it moments and they're not meant to be you know chastised but
0: like mac went to film school everybody (laughs) sorry i'm just a nerd who likes watching (laughs) cool things
1: whoopsies
0: (laughs) no but going back to moon knight connecting with the rest of the marvel universe it does make me wonder if it the marvel universe is almost going to become more clicky like mm-hmm. and, and what i mean by that is before this phase like end everything end game and before we got any kind of super powered person it's like all right they're eventually gonna become a member of the avengers even if right they aren't like you know i mean you could argue like by the end of it okoye is an avenger and stuff but i think now we're in a phase where we're maybe gonna have these different groups so over here you might have your moon knight and your blade and your black knight and werewolf by night there are a lot of knights in <laughs> in that group. yeah didn't even think about that <laughs> yeah I, I didn't realize it until i said it out loud but then in another area, you might have your New Avengers or your Young Avengers or whatever they're going to call it. In another area, you might have your... Um, Thunderbolts. Uh, Thunderbolts, yeah. Your yeah. mystical characters, kind of the the Cosmic. characters that are about to pee in... Pee in. <laughs> <Such your> Leto. <laughs> <laughs> the The characters that are about to be in Armor Wars, you know? like all your iron oh, i forgot about that show i know it's coming it's not in the f- too distant it's in future. the fall
1: yeah i think it's the fall we also yeah. have secret invasion coming which
0: it's know no nothing about that nuts.
1: i am yeah. very excited for that one um mm-hmm. yeah no you're definitely right we're getting these different and we're and we're seeing it like if you know about the young avengers you obviously know that uh, kate bishop and i they'll throw the elena in there even though like florence pugh's 24 but
0: it's young enough yeah
1: yeah um
0: kamala I khan hope, will go in there
1: yeah there or cosmic um because i know like she's gonna be in the oh Mumbles. yeah
0: but yeah so keeping these different groups separate i think would really go to benefit the mcu because it's it would be less of oh you have to watch everything to get everything especially with shows coming out almost i mean something's coming out almost every week you know right
1: yeah it, it, well there's also the the starting point for an mcu fan has in, in, incredibly changed like there's so mm-hmm. much you have to watch or that people think they need to watch yeah. in order to enjoy things and i know i obviously we will talk about it in a couple months, when Miss Marvel comes out, but there's already a lot of discourse about how they people don't want to watch that, and it looks like a Disney Channel show or whatever, which eh, fair. Um, but hope I, like we'll watch it. Obviously, maybe it won't be our favorite thing, but for a casual fan, which is really what the MCU wants to market for, Miss Marvel things like that aren't going to be important until, like. The marvels so Mm -hmm. with like with moon knight there will be the werewolf by night special and hopefully this show is if you watched it good if not you don't need it which i know kevin Mm -hmm. feige that's his big thing i i hopefully yeah kevin feige knows that you can't make everyone watch everything um because you're gonna alienate the audience eventually um
0: Re Recording's tough,
1: it's yeah, yeah, rerecording really is hard because I don't want to repeat things, but I also know that I need to repeat things for the fact that no one heard the first time we recorded. Um, yes, we can just get in. well, do you want to talk
0: about your exciting yes thing uh, the thing you found?
1: <laughs> yes, so I did a rewatch of episode one today, um. And I just looked up and it's when Mark, or well not Mark, but Steven wakes up in the Alps. Um, and I thought, I remember when, we, when I first saw it, I was like, this is shot weird. Like each time he moves, there's the scenery changes, which in theory makes sense, but it didn't change in the right directions. So it was just a new background each time, but there's one shot where it reveals him face forward And there's a whole castle behind him. And I was like, hmm, what is this castle? Because you're meant to think at that time with, yeah, in the first episode, you get Ethan Hawke's character putting the glass in his shoes and he's in that big room. And then you see the castle. So I think you're probably supposed to think that that is the same place. But Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I looked up a little thing and I think that that castle is Latveria. I don't think it's Dr. Doom's castle at the moment, but I think that was Latveria. I think that's why we didn't get the name of the country. It was never referenced to where we are. It was just left ambiguous. Um, And I think that eventually down the line that they'll show that same location again and keen eye viewers will be like, oh, Moon Knight was there. But yeah, that yeah, was
0: it. I love this theory, and and for anyone who doesn't know, Liberia is the country that Doctor Doom rules over in the comics, Nemesis of the Fantastic Four. It we're not just saying, oh, that's just this country, you know. it, <laughs> it is a very prominent yeah, country it, in the comics. It's a
1: fictional country as well. Um, it's it's like only in the Marvel universe. Panda. Yeah, that's pretty much it, but. I looked up, if you're curious, I don't remember the timestamp now that it's the second recording, but it's in the first little bit of the first episode of Moon Knight. And then look at that and then just Google Latveria Marvel and tell me that those two castles, and I mean, even the scenery behind it isn't the same. It's a mountain town with a gigantic castle with a teeny tiny town underneath. And that is exactly what they showed us.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I also discovered mystery. something. Yes. More so Leah discovered it and yes. I'm bummed we're not getting these reactions for yeah. people. I'll, but I'll test out my acting skills when you say this again. <laughs> great, great. It was it's definitely a solid nugget that I think a lot of people probably missed, but yep. we we got it on the first time around, but Leah told me to take a picture of the QR code on the storage unit when he goes oh. to find Mark's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like that? <laughs> that oh. great. Yeah, but you take a picture of the QR code. I think it's around the 12-minute mark, and you oh, I got can the exact timestamp for you. uh Keep talking. Okay, so I can't remember exactly the time, but. Mac will get it here in a second, but you go, you take a picture of that QR code and it'll take you to a Marvel website that will give you a free Moon Knight slash Werewolf by Night comic to read, which is is just a great Easter egg. It's the
1: eight minute, 24 second mark in episode two. Um, Okay. Yes, it is. It's so obvious, too, that that happens but I didn't notice it at all. I was like, oh, why is there a QR code? Didn't, never would have thought to scan it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, when, I mean, I'm not like watching a show being like, oh, I need to scan this right. on Yeah, I don't have my QR and, scanner
1: up ready to roll. <laughs> and,
0: yeah, exactly. And QR codes are a normal enough thing now where you could kind of not notice um, when they pop up. Uh, yeah, so.
1: I didn't. I was just like...
0: Very yeah. impressed with my wife Leah for catching yes. that one Shout first go around. Shout out Leah. Yeah, she, was she amazing. made her
1: first appearance on the pod last episode and now she's doing the Lord's work. Um, that's right. <laughs> but, but I originally, when we talked about this, I mentioned I think that's a great idea for Marvel. Um, the Batman did this a similar thing with the Rattalada website and um that's how they released the joker deleted scene i'd love if they i'd love if they changed what happens in this qr code like i i i want them to link it to other things um which kind of off topic but have you seen the reports about how disney plus has removed certain things from other marvel shows like they removed blood from falcon and the winter soldier Mm-mm. they said it was an error i think i it's a very weird line of what they're actually doing and if it's for ratings or what and then the ethical i was about to say because
0: falcon and Winter soldier was rated r in other countries
1: right because that whole the there was or the, not
0: r i guess but it, it had the tvma yeah yeah
1: um and it was tv14 here and yeah like the rating didn't change but they took out blood but then they added daredevil so it's a weird little through line but they've done this before they changed stuff in wandavision um just like cgi things it would be interesting if they changed that qr code in moon knight like a few months from now or like when werewolf by night's happening and put another digital comic or something um but it is a, it's a really fun thing for fans especially cuz there's like a whole market of fans who just look at easter eggs like new rockstars has an entire youtube channel based off of did you miss this detail and put a circle around something very obvious um yeah <laughs> but just yeah just mess with mess with us it's fine i will take it but i want qr codes now and every qr code i see i'm Will
0: scan. you take it mac because no. I feel like I have proof to show that you tell us how you felt when they messed with us at the Hawkeye post credit scene.
1: Oh you thought I was bad about Boba Fett, folks. Good God.
0: I hated that. I've never scene. heard Mac more angry than <laughs> when we watched it was like a quiet, seething anger which Mac is usually very vocal about. And yeah. I have never seen him more angry than the Hawkeye post credit scene. I was pissed.
1: We, it, I think it was the only episode so we got to watch together. You cannot say that
0: you'd be okay <laughs> with Marvel messing with you. In
1: the sense that I get a free comic, not a shitty musical scene just extended for cameos that didn't matter for me. <laughs> how did they not turn that thing around and show literally anyone in the stands you could have put old man cap and i would have loved it but no it was a waste of a post-credit scene they they did nothing with kingpin i yeah no screw that Mm -hmm. post-credit scene i think it was the only episode we watched together and i was like i'm really liking this show so far and then that happened
0: yeah, I loved that show up until the finale, and then I was like, nah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, you didn't oh, like
0: they, thank you. the Did boy Kingy. The Daredevil fan in me couldn't couldn't take it. But... The
1: Daredevil hater in me was like, ooh, yes, bring it on.
0: Change things. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Golly, we will never see eye to eye on that. Hopefully yeah. I can get you to come around to it at some point, but
1: one of our yeah. next like lulls and content will be a a
0: daredevil debate oh man come ready because i know everything about it <laughs> <Come ready. laughs> I, so just so everyone knows about how big of a daredevil fan i am i took a trip to new york city just to see the filming locations from that show
1: that's insane had, i went to had chicago never... and missed the dark night
0: <laughs> that is insane to me But I had never been to New York City, and my first time, I didn't want to do any of the touristy stuff. I just wanted to see all the scenes from Daredevil, and and other comic book movies, but maybe. Yeah, I was about
1: to say, you could have just gone to, like, Spider-Man locations or Avengers locations.
0: I I also went to Spider-Man and Avengers locations, yes. I I went to, like, where they beamed loki up and i know all these places have real names too but i have no fucking clue what they are
1: where did they beam
0: um, Loki up?
1: yeah i have no there's some stuff where i know there needs to be more like film tours in major cities i'm sure there is but like new york should have a thing of like this is where this was shot this is where this was shot i'd
0: love that i'd eat that up Well, it's interesting because L.A. like runs on that stuff. But then New York probably has, I mean, the the thing with New York is they don't have the studios there, you know. But they have just as many locations, if not more.
1: Right. Like, I want to see the practical locations. Like, L.A., you obviously have the studio tours. And then those weird, like, putting everyone on a bus to see if you see a celebrity on the sidewalk. Um, That's what
0: I'm thinking of.
1: I just hate the idea of those. As someone who may <laughs> have to live in LA, like, kind of soon, I loathe the fact that I may have to see one of those things and see people
0: on that bus. Um, all right, Moon Knight. We haven't talked any about this episode. <laughs> this I, this episode's just doomed at this point. <laughs> this is the fucking worst. I mean, it's... <laughs> It literally, like our first take was so smooth, it was like yes. we had it down pat.
1: I wasn't and gonna, now have it's to edit like we're anything. having to re
0: record. I was like, the second time is gonna be even smoother because we already know what we're talking about. But <laughs> yeah, let's all no. take exposed to myself real quick,
1: and I'll read the text message I sent. <laughs> I imagine it will be even quicker this go around. Here we are, 45 minutes longer than we recorded last time.
0: Which isn't true. That's just how long the meeting is right now. But But that was still about the time of the whole last one. Yes. But let's go ahead and dive into a quick recap of the episode. We've talked a lot about Moon Knight in the MCU, but not as much about this episode in particular. But we open up on, on the...
1: We get the MCU intro, of course. Um, they added the Eternals to it. It wasn't their last time. Um, was it not? I don't I think wasn't so.
0: paying enough attention.
1: I was looking for it. Uh, we open up and he wakes up from his dream. And it's just kind of yes. the audio of the, last, the ending of the last episode of him kicking that jackal's ass. Um, I was trying to find a good pun, but it's kind of right there
0: it's there somewhere
1: yeah um and then we get a couple trailer shots of him looking in the mirror and trying to see if mark is there and mark is not talking to him which what a mean thing to do just leave him guessing Mm -hmm. uh and he goes back to the museum meets with the security guard that's where we watch him watch the security footage um and it's revealed that the jackal was invisible or you know that's remains to be seen how that kind of works but he's it he just looks yeah, you're like a right. are person i don't person.
0: quite get i i guess it's yeah. maybe a thing of like only avatars it can appears see it. to anyone who has one of the avatars yeah
1: yeah maybe Um, because like in this episode Layla doesn't see it happen and the people in London aren't seeing it and then obviously the security guard doesn't see it Um, but then yeah after that he meets with like the head of the museum and it starts out and they say they're not going to press charges and I'm like okay so nothing happens and then he's just like very subtly fired that was a weird little scene but he's like clinging on to his name tag which i thought was interesting like he i think for him with this multiple personality disorder i think his name tag is very important to him it's kind of Mm -hmm. just like uh like i know a lot of people with autism have like i'm not thinking of the right word sensory things that help calm them Mm -hmm. i feel like this is kind of one of those types of things where if he doesn't have a name tag he feels lost um that was just an interesting thing i saw
0: um yeah they did put a lot of emphasis on that when he put the name tag down on the table and then it shows his reflection and you could tell it was like a powerful thing is yeah much more than just me or you taking our name tag off in elementary school you know when we got home for the day
1: um yeah then after that he goes to meet with that metal man or the statue fella I don't know if they have a special name but the golden boy on the bench um, it's Adam Warlock <laughs> yes actually it is that's our that's our MCU connection of the episode um, but he's basically talking to himself by talking to him it's very odd and that's where he comes to the conclusion that he needs to go figure out who Mark Spector is that's where we get the QR code easter egg and this storage container is interesting like isn't it like very 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 illegal to put like a bed in a storage container and like sleep on it and there's just like a
0: cot i, I honestly I, couldn't tell you
1: because i've seen, never
0: really thought about doing that i remember
1: seeing videos never really looked into it of like people trying because it's like they're super cheap obviously and people were trying to like hack ways to live in a storage container and they all got arrested um but that might just be a niche thing that only i see uh but then he gets uh, i think so
0: i'm not getting those videos
1: yeah (laughs) i forget algorithms are a thing
0: um i get other weird videos of like how to build a house in the ground but
1: (laughs) oh good
0: um it's really oh, cool. I've been watched too many of those. <laughs> I'm like, I need a cheaper way to find rent. Just before we recorded again, I found
1: 8D audio, and it's so fun with headphones on. But that'll, if you're interested, look up 8D audio and find a song you like. Um, but yeah, back to the episode. It is cool. After the storage container, he interacts with Konshu again, and we get that. Uh, kind of flashing light way of doing horror, um, which I noticed I from the you they did it again
0: because that was the one thing you said was good about Morbius, <laughs> that it just came up in episode two of Moon Knight. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that is hysterical. Yeah, it's such a great, just easy thing
1: to do. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, so they chase through the storage container, and then he stumbles upon Layla, who just so happened to be in that exact space on her moped, ready to pick him up. Uh, And we get them fighting back and forth about who is Mark and all that, Um, which I didn't love. I didn't love the whole back and forth that they had. I felt it dragged just a touch with just how much they were
0: like, well, you're not Mark um yeah but also like
1: yeah it's she fine. Is
0: his wife right. i thought that was a crazy reveal like just mm-hmm. i mean your wife oh, yeah, after all so is sure. like w- like you just, right w- wife you said then <laughs> it's just hysterical yeah. oh i also loved the line when he's with the doctors right before that and they're like you're not alone and he's like yeah, that seems to be part of the problem, isn't it? Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> as, as like, that is, that is great. There were a couple yeah. good one-liners in this.
1: Yeah, it was a surprisingly funny episode. Um, but while he's arguing with Layla, then the police, air quotes, arrive. Um, which, I thought, <laughs> that's another Mac went to film school. Um, just terribly written. <laughs> like, he... Like reveals one thing, and they're like, "All right, buddy, you're coming with us." Um, but he's just, he just keeps trying. He has this whole struggle about he's not Mark Spector, but he looks like Mark Spector. Um, and that's when they drive him away to Arthur Harrow's compound, or whatever we want to call it, cult house. Uh, what do you think of that?
0: Uh, I thought it was all right. I mm-hmm. it, it's kind of tough with Harrow not being a big character from the comics. You know, yeah. It's like you you really have to earn it if you're doing a character that is with Arthur Harrow. You almost might as well be doing an original character because that's how yeah. little he appears in the comics, so you have to work extra hard to make him an intriguing character. And the compound, I was like, it's whatever. But him himself, I thought, I've been impressed with so far. And I've liked that. I like the cult idea behind a character. I don't think it's been very, not, it hasn't been done.
1: Not in Marvel, at least.
0: Yeah, I mean yeah, you could like almost argue that yeah, but not really even was, it, it hasn't been like a focal controlled. point. Right. Yeah. Like you could for argue sure. that Joker or Riddler in DC had like a cult Riddler almost did, 100%. But but it's not that like typical cult following that you kind of picture almost like from Midsummer or yeah, or one of those or movies, you know. Fox's great show, The Following. I think I brought
1: it up last episode.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, that's true.
1: Yeah, but yeah, looking back on that compound, I don't the I th- I think the one thing that weirded me out was the people like sitting with headphones on, watching like dolphins and hummingbirds. I didn't get. Yeah, I, I, didn't I don't know if it's like a mind control it. thing. Um, like it's kind of parallels the. I think it was an Apple commercial about 1984 of just these like brainwashed people watching a screen and then someone breaks it and to break them free. I'm wondering if that's where we go with that. That's just a blind guess. Um,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But then they have their whole conversation over soup and Arthur Harrow kind of reveals that he's an avatar or does he reveal it or did i just kind of guess that i don't know
0: I th- he he reveals it yeah i think
1: i don't I, hmm. I may have just gaslit myself into thinking that
0: you're you're saying hero is and i saying he's of amet yeah
1: cuz he says that he has voices
0: yeah cuz he was the avatar of kanchu
1: that's what it was that's what it was yeah yeah, yeah. that's what it was. that's what i'm thinking of
0: though. but is he the avatar i know because he has the staff that was given to the first avatar of ahmet <laughs> there's a lot of there's that of galifianakis stuff. meme
1: no that's what i was thinking of he was conchu's avatar so he knows conchu at least mm-hmm. um i think i think he's an avatar of ahmet that has yet to be officially revealed um but they have their whole conversation which I like I like that we're having back and forth between the hero and the villain um
0: I was interested when they were having that conversation of like Khonshu just immediately being like kill him and yeah it was like so immediate and it caught me off guard I was like oh shoot and I'm curious if, like, once Kanchu finds a new avatar, if they're called to, like, kill the old one or something. Because Khonshu definitely does not seem like a yeah. good character, you know? Not at all. But also, Moon Knight is kind of a darker hero, and that yeah. may be where that stems from. And so I, I don't necessarily paint him as an antagonist, although I could see him becoming like the villain by the end of the show.
1: He's pretty much Venom.
0: He is pretty much Venom. We talked about uh, yeah. that last week also.
1: It, it makes so, but, I mean, it's the inner voice. The inner voice wants to do worse things than the person. Um, it was interesting that he like basically revealed his whole plan of he wants to to take over Layla next. Mm-hmm. I don't really, I, I don't really get that part. Obviously, like they have a history, so he knows her. But I think, yeah, right. I didn't like, love
0: that aspect that was introduced. I'm like, I can already tell that this is a storyline that I'm not really gonna care about. Right. Like
1: if she gets possessed, I'm like all right, well, sorry.
0: <laughs> eh.
1: <laughs> Maybe <laughs> if we see more of her, perhaps. um
0: Maybe. But, but
1: yeah so after that conversation harrow jams his staff into the floor and you get this purple effect that the jackal climbs out of that was very weird i don't understand is the jackal from hell i don't know
0: or like we yeah, about the, how the egyptian underworld
1: yeah yeah that was that was interesting but then i thought when this happened that we were just going to get another like end of episode one of he's going to fight a jackal and then that's going to be it um but luckily we got like a little bit of a chase and then the mr knight persona is revealed once and for all Mm -hmm. um which i thought what a great way to reveal that like just boom right there um I'm sure com I, I'm sure comic fans are like, this is too soon for this, or it's not what the Mr. Knight persona is. But I liked it.
0: Yeah, I and I'm trying to remember exactly. It's hard to keep track of Moon Moon Knight because he has like all the different personas, but I was thinking Mr. Knight was the same persona as Moon Knight, but when he's doing his vigilante stuff, there are like police rules of, hey, you can't do your vigilantianism or vigilantism. Hmm. Making up words over here. But in certain areas where there's like a police investigation going on. And so he would dress up as Mr. Knight, which would be more of his detective persona and go and show up to crime scenes and get information and that stuff there more of a sophisticated businessman now why they accepted him and not moon knight you know is like kind of ridiculous but yeah that was kind of the persona for me so i don't love that mr knight is just stephen grant like clueless but a little more powerful you know yeah
1: it's but maybe that'll change Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Mark will... Yeah, it's an interesting twist. Obviously, Mm -hmm. they're changing a lot of it, but it was good comic relief. Um, Him kind of rolling up his sleeves, acting like he could fight. Um, But after that whole, you know, fight as Mr. Knight with the Jackal, um, he, like, crashes into another oddly a pyramid in London. Um, and it's Mark in control. And that's when we finally get Stephen as the mirrored persona.
0: Mm-hmm. I wonder if that means Stephen is going to, like, I assume so, but I bet Stephen's going to start, like, remembering things that Mark does.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm interested how that'll all work out. Because I was talking about the last episode, how... You could kind of bring the blip into this and say that, like, Mark was snapped and that's how Steven took over. I don't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm i not grasping how, like, Mark is this clearly more powerful persona,
0: but he keeps losing control to Steven. Um, well, it almost looked... It sounded like that he, he's had, and I assume this is the case too, but like he has had the multiple personality disorder mm-hmm. for a long time, you know, because obviously Mark is married into the point where they might be getting a divorce. So like he has had time to, yeah. I mean, just from that information alone, he has had time to date, Another human being long term, get married, have some years of marriage, probably, yeah. and then like, and now we're here. And so you would assume that that would mean that this has been going on, I'd say, probably a minimum of five years. But then also, I feel like we can also assume that Mark may be the dominant personality, despite us seeing more of Stephen.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Um, Like, it seems that Mark is meant to be kind of the main character and somehow this Steven persona took over. And I'm sure they'll probably explain it away of like, Mark had a weak moment and that's what led to a divorce. And that's what led to Steven being able to take control. Um, I I anticipate not getting all of these answers. Um, that might be part of your christopher nolan ending of it's ambiguous um but yeah after this we get it kind of it ends with mark waking up in egypt and i know we talked about it the last time but it seems like it that we might be in egypt going forward um for quite a while
0: i yeah i can't i can't exactly remember the shots from the trailer so i can't Pinpoint if we're I
1: blocked. Out of if we've already now. seen
0: other locations that we might travel to, but my assumption would be that we would be in Egypt for at least as long as kind of the actions happening here. I think yeah. there might be some flashbacks to other stuff, but yeah. I I'm also curious to see about a another personality within yeah within Mark and Stephen because there is another one in the comics. Jake. Jake. Yeah, Jake, yeah, the Jake, taxi and, driver. And he's a taxi driver. Yeah. Because we know that, and, and I'm bringing this up because one, obviously it's another persona in the comics. So they have more that they can do. But two, we see some, where we haven't hinted at that more stuff has been going on with within just the museum even you know we had him go on a date with a girl in the first episode and he had no recollection of asking her out or flirting with her or anything like that but obviously a different persona had
1: yeah the guard calls him guy and scotty and Mm -hmm. we don't know those people
0: yeah but to further my point of like, if Mark was doing that, I don't think he would have asked out a girl or been looking to get romantically involved because he's married. And so I think that there is at least one more kind of more casual personality floating around in there. Also because Layla had left that voicemail on Mark's phone. That had said she hadn't heard from him, I think, in months. Yeah, and so yeah, it yeah. seemed like Mark was unactive for months. But if mm-hmm. there was still stuff that Stephen didn't recall doing, that must mean there's still one more personality floating out there somewhere. And I'm curious sure. if it's Jake the taxi driver, or if it's Scotty, or or, or what is whatever it yeah. is. But
1: well, I, we could even. I, it wouldn't shock me if like being in Egypt brings out Jake the taxi driver like if in this episode we just see him driving a taxi and it's just like oh well he's been here before and that's how he like that's that I feel like is an easy way to bring him in um by -hmm. bringing a new setting um I would love if hit that one of his new personalities is like the lover boy persona and we get a reincarnation of Toby wire's spider-man 3 performance uh i just need him to dress up in an all-black suit and finger gun and do terrible dance moves down the sidewalk
0: no one needs that no one ever <laughs> we've already gotten it
1: and we, we don't it need it again
0: <laughs> we do Ugh.
1: we do we need it um but yeah i I that was that was the whole second episode i'm I'm liking it so far. I'm intrigued I have no clue what's happening um mm-hmm. i'm I'm very interested in where we go i like I love this kind of mystery aspect. I think that's my favorite part is not, not knowing what each episode will be,
0: yeah, that's true because especially with the different personalities like obviously Mark is following what seems to be a very clear path, but if he switches it up there, Steven's going to want to do something totally different. And so it will be interesting to see kind of how they balance that and how they keep us guessing with, with what's to come. Cause as of right now, it seems like we are on a very clear trajectory of like, Hey, here are the villains motives. We already know he wants to raise Amit and he has the compass to do so and mark is out to we assume stop him
1: yeah yeah but i i think that's
0: uh, i'm curious if that even is mark at the end Ooh. because we had it like there was just kind of a cutaway and then he was in egypt you know we yeah. didn't see any of the in between, but he's like on the floor he's been drinking a bunch, and so obviously, if this was Jake just a different show driver. you wouldn't you wouldn't think Jake the taxi driver drove to Egypt,
1: yeah, he took over and drove
0: <laughs> Ahmed's been like risen for a week because he was just like too slow, but yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it was just—it almost seemed like one of the Stephen transitions of like, oh, he's in his bed, and boom, now he's yeah. in a field, possibly in Latvia, yeah. like <laughs> with a broken jaw. And so Mark is standing in front of this pyramid in England, and boom, he's drunk on the floor in an Egyptian motel.
1: Yeah, maybe like that's how Mark lost control. Was he became a drunk?
0: And um, maybe. I,
1: it's a yeah I mean th- yeah, there's so much Makes that sense. could happen um, but I yeah I obviously like from the reviews episode four was the big cliffhanger I'm very interested I, I really just want to get to that moment I just want to see what that is all about um, yeah but yeah I I'm excited for the rest I again have no no idea what will happen
0: and I'm sure yeah, I am too more of the same. <laughs> I mean, last night, I was even like, yes! Like, Moon Knight comes out tomorrow. I get to see the new episode. And I haven't gotten that way really with many. I, I got that way kind of over WandaVision, especially since it was the first show. Yeah, and it yeah. had much more, like, intrigue that was building behind it. You know, people were talking about it yeah. more on a week-to-week basis. But but since then, really, I haven't been, like, Yes, a new marvel show and yeah. especially since the wednesday releases started which yeah we won't we won't talk about again here but
1: hopefully that but yeah i so i
0: i'm excited i've been loving the show <laughs> leah has also been loving it which yeah is always always nice yep. to to be on the same page there but but yeah i think that's episode two of moon Knight. but feel free to let us know if we missed anything if there's something <laughs> else you wanted us to talk about we're on Twitter and Gmail at Nerds Aren't Real. But Mac, before we go, I want to just kind of quickly go over stuff we're doing outside of the Moon Knight realm. Are you oh, yeah. kind of reading, watching, playing anything lately?
1: Yeah, I've been playing through Uncharted. Um nice. Obviously not a Marvel or any comic, but um yeah, I've been really enjoying that. I initially was like kind of against it because I was like, I don't want to deal with like PS3 graphics um but i've gotten over that because i i played i I'm a, I'm a buffoon and i played the fourth one first
0: nice i don't
1: know why uh oh it was free that was why um but i really enjoyed it <laughs> it's a great <laughs> reason yeah it came with my ps5 um so i was like well i'll play it and i really loved that story i love like treasure hunting things um so yeah i've been playing through that I'm very interested um that in 2k that's really my life i i've gotten Mm -hmm. i i don't know if i told i've i made it to like the highest division in fifa online so now i feel like i've kind of beaten the game (laughs) Nice. but that that took over me for a while for a few months there i was a fifa fiend
0: a fifa fiend a A fifa fiendfa
1: yes a fifa everyone's that's what it is yeah yes what about you
0: nice um i've been listening to slash reading the dresden files book series i've been doing a lot of driving for work lately so audiobooks in the car is what i'm doing i don't know if you've heard of it before listening
1: to the nerds aren't real podcast when you're driving
0: (laughs) (laughs) only once i've done with the nerds aren't real podcast Uh, but i don't know if you've heard of of Um, it's it's a great series that my friend introduced me to but it's a wizard who's also like a private detective in Chicago and he investigates these like supernatural crimes that are going on and it's action-packed there's not as much characterization but it's action-packed and really cool stories and I love how like they explain the magic in that world and it's just a really good series i'm on book i think i'm on book five now i'm about to finish it up so it's been really good for my drives and then also went and picked up my copy of lego star wars the skywalker saga today so there you go excited to play through that uh especially this weekend i I should have some time and Yeah. yeah it'll be a lot of fun
1: yeah i was trying to think of like what i've been watching i've been watching arrested development for the first time like all the great way through.
0: show yeah great show
1: season four i have some thoughts on that but
0: um <laughs> i don't like i'm talking yeah. i'm talking the first what, three, three. Yeah. first three seasons
1: i got to four and i'm in like a, a subreddit and the mod is a huge arrest of development advance that's what it was like because i'd watched like i think the first season when i was younger and didn't like it and so i've never gone back um, but he mm-hmm. speaks of it so highly so I finally watched it it's I love just the running bits that just come up in the weirdest times like the Mr. F thing has <laughs> been yeah. in my head every every time I see the letter now I'm just like Mr. F um but I didn't it's realize such a great that show. the Russo brothers did it mm-hmm Yeah, so I keep seeing like Joe, like Joe Russo was in an episode. He's directed a bunch of them, Um, but that was super interesting. I want to go back and watch Infinity War to understand the Blue Tobias reference that was
0: supposedly in there. Oh, interesting! I didn't catch that.
1: It's in the scene where the Guardians meet Thanos on that like in nowhere. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. Um, And apparently, there's just tobias floating in a tank behind
0: really that's hysterical i'll have to i'll have to go back and check that out
1: yeah yeah but i haven't really i've been meaning to watch a few other things but now we got moon Knight, so
0: that's it yep that's right Well, cool. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to the Nerds Aren't Real podcast, your home for review, analysis, and speculation of all things nerd. I have been Hank, and with me always has been Mac. Love you guys.